Good afternoon and welcome to the first part of this week's uh, episode 158 of Treat Off. Myself, Jack Neville and Matt O'Callaghan. In today's pod, we're going to be looking back on all the weekend results. It was obviously semi-finals in the Senior Hurling Championship, Senior Football Championship, Intermediate uh, Hurling Championship. And there's also a full round of ladies football fixtures with the knockout parents and Senior and Intermediate uh, Championship confirmed. So do stay tuned for all that and more. Impression the game, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. If your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence, you can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Shorty Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights there's no sympathy in this game for anybody It was certainly a bumper weekend of action, Matt. Myself and yourself were inside in the two Scalic grounds on Sunday afternoon. I think we'll start there with the Senior Hurling Championship semi-finals. Um, I suppose in our predictions in the first game, we had both predicted a Dune win, but in a, re- in a reversal of last year's uh, semi-final tie between Dune and Kilmallock, the team that actually lost in the group stages came through, and it was a fully comprehensive uh, performance and deserving victory for Kilmallock in the end. Ah, so there, there can be no argument about it, um, Jack. None, none whatsoever. Um, I, I, I suppose it's fair to say that ten points probably reflected the difference between them. But what it does, what the final scoreline camouflages, if you take a cursory look at at the, at the um, final scoreline, you would immediately be inclined to conclude like that um, it was a one-sided game. But it, it was a very good game of hurling. There was some. Very good quality hurling from from both sides. I, I I'd have to say, Jack, before we, before we even delve into one or other of the semi-finals, that you know we 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 got a sense, and I, I think I said it during the commentary on Sunday that um, while Limerick are where they are in the hurling tree at the moment, with 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 the quality that we saw in the quarterfinals, and it was replicated again in the semi-finals, and the intensity, the power. The scores that were got, you know, it, it, it was simply it was simply a huge ad for Limerick Hurling, and and further proof if we needed it that the state of the Limerick Hurling at the moment it's in a rude state of good health, um, and very few nobody could argue um, with the Kilmallock victory. It was without question their best performance not only of this year. But I would say the best performance for the last three or four years, in fact, because they came into the, they came into this particular game, um, not with the greatest of pedigree in 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 the current campaign, like they they suffered a defeat in the piercing in the opening round, and they were so so lucky um, to get over to get over um, uh, Bally Brown in right. round two. And then, then we had this, the marathon that they had with 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 um, South Liberties in the in the, in the quarterfinal, and like you know, but I, I I suppose if they showed anything in the victories over Barry Brown and and South Liberties, they showed resilience, which is which is a huge characteristic. Now, really, they they they, they practically took the game from 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 the get go and from on the front foot last last Sunday. Like they were eight points to six up at half time. They had stretched that lead, I think was it to six points, uh, sixteen points to ten um by 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 the interval. And of course then the, the Kevin O'Donnell goal um it really, really knocked the stuffing out of out of Dune. But I suppose credit Dune there <clears throat> They did have that little spell, um, uh, a little four minutes, a five minute spell in which they got a couple of goals, clawed their way back into it, had it down to six points uh, uh, for going into the home straight after the second water break. 
But Jack, you got a sense from a long way out, and you know we watched it together now. And um, I, I don't think we had any doubt. I suppose, possibly from the time that Kevin O'Donnell put the ball in the net for 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 Kilmallock's first goal, but that there was only going to be one winner. Um, we we didn't see the spark in Dune that we expected. Like we 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 gave him a bit of latitude in the first half, and that we said that they were coming in after a break and there might be a bit of rustiness and all that sort of thing. But that is not unfortunately from a Dune point of view, that was not so. Equally, we were worried um going into the um way into the second half and certainly going down the home straight before the second water break, and especially when Dune got the two goals. That um, would 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 tired legs and tired minds click in for Kilmallock after the exertions of the 80 minutes with South Liberties just seven days earlier, but not a bit of it. It was Kilmallock that finished on the front foot, um, and um, yeah, certainly Kilmallock are in the county final and it's deserved to be there, Jack. I I, do, I don't think anybody any anybody could argue about it. And you know, I don't like singling out players, but you know, the performance of of Oshin O'Reilly was. Again, incredible. Yeah. No, he, he was he was probably helped in a way by the manner in which Dune sat deep uh, and that allowed that extra space there. And we 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 know what he can do. We we know what he can do when he gets in possession, and and we know the burning, searing pace that he has that 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 can trouble any defense. And he got a couple of goals. He was involved in another. So like you know, two goals and eleven points. All from play in two games. Nobody can argue with it, Jack. No, I met the match both occasions. And his his battle with Dear Burns would be fascinating because I suppose against Star Donovan at the weekend, um, Oshin dropped off and Dara mm. was dropping back as kind of a sweeper and they kind of it really counter counteracted the presence of Dara Donovan at, at centre back. And Darren Burns is probably kind of a, a similar centre back to O'Donovan. So it'll be interesting to see how do Patswell cope with that in the final. Before we get mm. on to Patswell and the Pierce, we have a very interesting comment in here from Adrian Kelly, and this is probably something we can touch on later on in the year, but he says, do you think the gap is closed between the big four of Kilmallock, too, and the well and the Piercing, with the likes of Adair and Liberty's given the results at the weekend? And I suppose, going into the weekend, probably the main narrative was it was the same four teams for the fifth year in a row, but given the, the fact that Passwell and Kilmallock both won after being pushed so hard by Adair and Liberty's, and Dara Donovan mentioned it yesterday um, at the launch of the back-to-back -back book, like Skeldino Palace and all them coming through as well. That gap definitely seems to close in that. It, it, it is closing. And this is, this is something, and Adrian is, is quite right in making his point. And I, I concur totally with it. Um, because we were we were wondering for the last couple of years, and we were wondering in particular this year, because we had hopes last year that, that we might see a closing of the gap in, in, in the quarterfinals. And um, I suppose to a certain degree, um, you know, we were apprehensive about it this year as to, as to whether it would happen. But by God, it happened. And Adair and, and um, uh, South Liberties did, did not run Patrick's well and Kilmallock close by accident. There is definitely a closing of the gap. There is no doubt about it. And um, like you're right, Jack, about Kildama Palace Kennery. Kildama Palace Kennery are back in senior ranks after 75 years almost. And they're going nowhere soon. Um, like I, you know, the, 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 their performance in the championship and their first year up. But we've we've said this a couple of times. Um, it was typical Kildama Palace Kenray. This slow build up, as we said about the made the transition from intermediate to premier intermediate to the semi-final to final and winning the final and now up to senior. Um, a great performance in winning their opening game against Monolene. Ran, uh, ran Adair so close, also close, then came back and won the County Cup by any benchmark. Um, it, 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 it has to be a successful year for, for, um, for Kildama Palace Kenray. But don't rule out Bally Brown either. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, and and why I say that, and it was it it was a worry I had for Bally Brown going into the game against Kilmallock, um, in that it, it it was a make or break game, um, for Kilmallock. But um, I I felt um, oh, sorry, um, it was a make or break game for Kilmallock. But the subsequent game for Bally Brown going into the Pearsick when they got um, heavily turned over. 
um, I, I felt there was there was there was you know a residue of the fallout from from um, not the defeat by Kilmallock, but the manner of the defeat, and and certainly with young players and a, a kind of a transitional team on 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 board. Um, you know, I, I I I felt that you know it might militate against them, but all the pointers, Jack, for Barry Brown are very very good. Um, uh, Premier Minor Hurling Champions Under 18 2019-2020 Premier Under 19 Hurling Champions in a very emphatic manner in the final in which they clocked up to, uh, clocked up or chalked up 230 you know that all augurs well for the future and do not forget either that and and, and I, I'm sure we'll be talking about it tomorrow in uh, about the Junior A Championship like that they came through their group at the top of the group, including a victory over what we thought at the beginning, and, and um, certainly I think the bookies and, and, and a lot of people thought were the competition favourites, Castletown Ballet Grand, yeah. who's, who subsequently bit the dust. So like uh, um, there's a reservoir of players in Ballet Brown, and, and um, certainly now... Obviously, I, I'm, I'm not so sure um, that being relegated was the best thing that ever happened to them because um, uh, they're, 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 they're going into probably and most definitely a more competitive um, Section B in 2022 than we've had heretofore because right in there will be, um, well, either South Liberties or Adair um, which whichever one of them lose the 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 the, um, the promotion semi final this weekend, um, you'll have Kildaimo Palace Kenry in there. Don't write off Gary Spillane. We saw that you know took you know that um, lost lost to Black Rock in 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 the first round and bounced back and beat South Liberties in the second round. And we subsubsequently see what South Liberties did in the quarter final. So it it definitely is tightening up. And whether it has tightened up enough for somebody to get crashed that top four is the question. I have a sense it may be about to happen. Yeah, and all it takes is one team to make that breakthrough and show to others that it's possible. And mm. you can't rule out a hand either because they've shown that they deserve to be in that top tier, that section A, with yeah. um, winning the relegation final twice in a row. They're only a win away from, I suppose, taking confidence. And they, like Barry Brown, have genuine superstars in their team that can turn a game from, you know, Tom Morrissey was exceptional in both relegation finals. And we have another comment in here from Adrian Matthew. We might as well continue it on this line. Um, if anyone wants to get comments, they can get them in. Because we are looking back in the weekend and there are there are going to be talking points arising from the weekend. And he said, um, given Ocean O'Reilly has already been around the Limerick panel previously, do you think Michal Hulhan could be a new player that's worth taking a look at? And I suppose, I know we've seen Ocean with Limerick before, but I think himself and Michal could both be given a chance. Michal, obviously, for the first time, but I think Oshin deserves to be given another chance with the form he's in at the moment. What's your thinking on those two Kilmanic lads? I, my, my thinking is that both of them should, get, should, get, should be given an opportunity. Now, it, 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 um, like, it wasn't Michal Hulahan's best game of the no. present championship last Sunday. But he, he, he was still very, very effective because like the all-action display that we saw from him against um, South Liberties, that, that was just one for the ages. Like, And I think his statistic coming into last Sunday's game was three games, uh, 34 points, 10 of which were, were from play. Like you, you, you can't argue with that in three games if you're if you if you if you're if you're free taker chips in with 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 um, 24 points from players balls and then then puts the icing on the cake with 10 points from players well you know i i, I think that the guy is, uh, is 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 um is really is really worth an opportunity and and um what 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 what's more about him is that um i, I think particularly this year it, it is very noticeable that uh, physically he has got much much stronger um, than 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 he had been in previous years, and I'm just looking at at, at your very very interesting statistic that you that you are uh, that you're putting up there. 
and it sees that Mike Houlihan is 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 top of the pile now, and on, unless Aaron Galan goes mad altogether in in the um, in in the county final, I don't think I don't think Michal can be dislodged out of being leading scorer for this year with forty four points. Tom Morrissey, who whose whose season is over, is on thirty six, and then we have Aaron Galan thirty two, Adam English thirty one. And um, the only other one that could become involved, there's no other one that could be in, become involved in it. Um, you know, you go down to Willie Griffin, possibly. He, he will be involved in the promotion playoff, but he has 18 points to make up. And that's notwithstanding what Michal Houlihan could get in the county final. So certainly um, he, he's the he, he's one of the informed players. Like they, 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 you know, um, we were saying that during during the game last Sunday that we thought that Dune should have pressed forward. But when you look at it, um, Kilmallock made their intentions clear very early on with their long deliveries into the into the in, into the danger area. And like, if if you're a defence there and you you have to marshal Houlihan and Oshin O'Reilly and and in the forum that they're in and throw into the mix Graham Mulcahy. Yeah. Like who is rapidly getting up to the speed of the championship after after his long layoff? Like then you have some housework to do, you know. You have some housekeeping to do, you know. If 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 to keep to keep the three of them quiet. Now we saw we saw also what David Wolf had to add three points in 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 in, in inside the first twenty minutes. Yeah. They, so. Yeah. A lot of players seem to come to the boil for the semi-final. We'll say Graham McCahey and Dave Wolf were both quiet against uh, South Liberties, but yeah. they were definitely bang on against yeah. Dune. And I suppose we'll be talking in depth. About we, all Jack, the... Jack, before we go away from that now, what about the Kevin O'Donnell? Yeah, and just, Kevin, it, Kevin O'Donnell after a couple of years uh, in which he wasn't as much to the fore as he, as he, you know he was previously, he certainly reinvented and he's an absolute huge loss. Tis 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 only in the last two games um, that we got a sense of the loss that Kevin O'Donnell was during the group stages against Napierschik and Belly Brown. Yeah, like the, Kevin O'Donnell is, is not your stereotypical kind of corner forward, but if he gets. Any sight on goal inside, probably he's on. He's inside the half. He's knocking it over. But we'll be talking about all the Kilmallock players in depth heading into the the county final. They're going to play Patrick Swell. Um, and I had a slight feeling. But uh, just, 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 just another point. Another interesting statistic was, um, you know, we wondered here last week how would Kilmallock deal with the threat of Adam English, mm. you know, and the the the, the simple the the simple. Way that they dealt with was that um, wherever he was, they picked him up, and was was Philip O'Loughlin that that picked him up in 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 the early stages of the game, and at at, at one stage instead of Philip O'Loughlin marking Adam English, we almost had him in, Adam English marking Philip O'Loughlin because in the early stages of the game, in the first fifteen minutes, Philip O'Loughlin had sent over two points, and Adam had one. Yeah. So it was it, it, it was a it was a roles reversal for a while. Yeah, um, it certainly didn't go the way we thought. But I'm sure a player like Adam English and that caliber will will bounce back. Oh, there's, there's a lot of, of course, of course, well. he, of course, he'll bounce back, Jack, and he'll he'll bounce back stronger than ever. And and um, but you know, it just leads me into mention about Philip, um, who who has. You know he he's done the captain's armband this year, and and like he's in fantastic form for Kilmallock. He's after two huge games. Yeah, and there's, there's, it's very hard to say any of the Kilmallock lads aren't in form, and it bodes well going into the county final against Patrick Swell. Again, I had a slight feeling for Patrick Swell um, coming into the Napierse game, and they get, they certainly did more than got over the line. They beat Patrick Swell fairly comprehensively in the end, three twenty one to one twenty two. But it probably never really looked like Napierse were going to win. Um, Patchwell started better and led from start to finish, and again, totally deserving of their place in the final. Oh, no question about it, Jack. I got both predictions spectacularly wrong, and okay. um, and I I I I I wouldn't argue for. Although I did qualify at the end by saying that I wouldn't be at all surprised if just Patrick Swell and and Kilmallock 
Um, no, I, I, I was hugely impressed by 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 um, Patrick's. Well, obviously they played that get out of jail card um, the previous week against the Dare, but it gives you a sense maybe of how much a Dare have closed the gap as much as anything. But um, I, I I thought it was a very very competent performance by by Patrick's. Well, um, ha, 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 having said that, you know um, you would have to agree, Jack, that probably. We never saw the real Napiersik, no, you know, and and Napiersik have this habit of, um, you know, they, they, they can be drifting along there for a while, and the next thing, bang, they hit a purple patch, and 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 they, you know, it's nearly game over. No, they tried that a couple of times. You will recall that that um, late in the second half, uh, sorry, late in the first half. Um, Tom Grimes and and um, David Dempsey got two points apiece. They hit four points in a row. They actually hit five points in a row. I think Kevin Downs had a point to it as well. And at that stage, you'd say to yourself, right, this is the Napiersik purple patch. They're going to overturn it. And at that stage, <coughs> Adrian Breen was unlucky not to connect with the goal at his mercy. And you'd say probably had that gone in. No, they came out immediately after halftime and they got two inspirational points uh, from David Dempsey and, and Kevin Downs, almost from the centre of the field. Um, and you, you'd say, you get the sense immediately, this is Napiersik back in business. And um, he, 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 um, David Dempsey and, and, and Kevin Downs are leading from the front, but not a bit of it. At that stage, we had, of course, a very, very telling intervention Uh by by Keen Lynch, uh, in, in fairness, he cut a puck out. You you know that um, many would say he was no more entitled to catch it, no more than we were above in the commentary box. But yeah. it, it present just he cut it inside among a forest of players. But tis only a special player would do it. But uh, tis only a real special player would do what he did then, when when he spotted the run of Kevin O'Brien and laid it into his path. And and um, even though um, Kevin Ryan made a fine save from Kevin O'Brien, um, he wasn't able to keep out Tommy O'Brien's um, follow-up effort. And you, you know that that really put down. I think from that point on, I, 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 there was ten minutes after that. I I really think it knocked the stuffing and, and a certain amount of the spirit out out, out of Napiersik because um, uh, they, 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 they found it hard to rally after that. Um, to their credit, they kept going, even though, even though the writing was on the wall. And again, if, if, you, if you talk about these defining moments, um, immediately after the second water break in the home straight, when you'd say, um, I, 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 I remember we saying that um, uh, Napiersik's title was on the line over the next 15 minutes. And William who came out in the space of two minutes got two excellent points. And you'd say, is this the catalyst for a final push? To, to, But no, it didn't happen. Patrick's well found a response every single time. And and um, there's huge credit due to the Patrick's well defence. Like they, they, they did not give the space. And like there has been talk and talk and talk about um, a certain amount of fragility and vulnerability in, in the Patrick's well full back line. Jack, we haven't seen it in the championship. No, they were they were all excellent, and we made a we made a point to say that in commentary um, numerous times that that full back line were were immense, and I suppose including that full back line, Brian Murray again, I suppose. No, well, that. look, look, um, he, he 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 defies everything, and and um, you know he save against the dare immediately after half time when it would have put a dare six points up was one for the edges. But Jackie made a couple of them again the other day um, yeah. against Napiersig. This is top drawer stuff. Yeah, this is a player who 14 years ago played in an All Ireland final, was named an All Star. He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't missed the beat in that time. There was one in the second half on Kevin Downs' brilliant save. There was one in the first yeah. half. I think in Conor Boylan initially there was a great block by Kevin O'Brien to stop that, but he, he saved the second one with his feet, like, and it just shows the experience. And again, we could go through. All the Patswell players, but I'm sure we'll do. A yeah, but, but, but before we depart from Brian Murray, um, apart from his goalkeeping prowess, I think he's such a steadying influence behind um, the much spoken about full backline. 
and indeed behind the defense. If you were a guy like that talking from behind you, you know, that 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 is a huge confidence booster. And what's a huge confidence booster also is when you see when he's called upon to make a big save, he makes it. Yeah, and I think I think probably the best thing about this final coming into it, it's fairly novel. We haven't had it since 1992, and both teams are bang on form, and it should be a cracking game. But we'll leave it there for today for for the the senior hurling championship. I suppose moving into the intermediate hurling championship, another real novel final. I'm it's Crockett Finney's first year in intermediate grades, I think, and they're straight into the final. They haven't missed the beat. They won eight in a row in the junior championship last year, which didn't conclude till April or May of this year. They went on and won the intermediate league, and they're one game away from an intermediate or from winning the intermediate championship. Uh, one seventeen to one tell twelve over Napierstig. Again, fairly comprehensive. And you had called Crockett Finney, so no surprises for you there. No, there was no surprises for me that it, it, it's a Croke Kilfinney F and final. And don't ask me now to call the final. I'll do it when you ask me in, in, in due course. Um, it, 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 there's a small little bit of irony about this, as I, as I have said before. Um, F and won the Juno Championship for the first time ever in 2010. They went on the following year and won the Intermediate Championship. Yeah. Crow Kilfinney are one game away from it. Wouldn't that be a little touch of irony if Effin were the team to prevent him from doing it? Or even on the other end, if Crow Kilfinney did it against Effin. There is no yes. team to do it. But yeah, look, it's it's a fascinating matchup. And... It's, 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 it's fascinating. And um, like we, 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 we talked about um, the impact uh, or the possible impact that. That, that Patrick O'Donovan could make at the, at the, at this at um, in the transition from minor to senior hurling, and I, I think we got an emphatic answer in in the game with Granabell and Gary anyway, in which he, he accounted for two nine two six from play. Um, you you know that that opens up a huge lot of possibilities um, for Evan, and um, as he was absolutely outstanding. But he, his performance um, was eclipsed by an absolutely peerless performance. And before the, the caller that called in a couple of weeks ago tells me stop uh, by Nicky Quaid at centre-back. Yeah. was was absolutely imperious, I'm told. It's it's the talk of the place, um, uh, the, 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 the performance that Nicky put in at centre-back. So, you know, um, uh, like... You know, it was all about contain Nicky Quaid um, when, when you were facing Effin or con- contain the Quaids. Um, but now that, that, that there's another little fly in the ointment if you're facing um, if you're facing Effin and it's Carl Donovan. Yeah, they, they certainly have threats from all over the field. But I suppose we, we no, want to... No, um, Kilfinney, um, that was nip and tuck right until the finish. Yeah, Until De- Declan Milan came on and got a goal and a point late in the game, very, very late in the game to, to really put the issue to bed. But that would be typical Brewery. When Brewery get to this stage of a competition, they're, they're always extremely hard to beat. They don't die easy. They won't lie down. And, and they will fight and fight to the bitter end. And um, But full credit to Croke Kilfinney um, to, to get over the line on that one. Yeah, especially against Puri, who had only come down from the Premier Intermediate ranks last year. Like we had said that they would never have thought they'd met, but fair dues to Crockett Finney for getting over the line. And we'll we'll do again, we'll do a full preview in a week's time. But which camp I know both camps be very pleased to come into a, a final, but which camp will probably be happier? Like Crockett Finney have won is it probably thirteen or fourteen championship games in a row at this stage, whereas F and are probably more experienced at this grade in recent years. Yeah, I, I I think Effin will will probably um, will probably be um, the happier. Um, I, I I think they'll be very very happy with their season. Um, you 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 talk about the randomness of the draw, Jack. And when the, when the draw was made for the intermediate groups, um, Effin were drawn with with um, Napierschik and Kilmalik, and you'd say so what. Uh, the so what was that in the randomness of the draw in 2020, they were drawn with the same two teams, mm. you know, which which um, that that occurring um, in itself would 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 command long odds. But um, whilst last year they were beaten by both of them, 
and had to rely on a relegation semi-final playoff for safety. Um, they had it turned around completely this year. And, and um, they had comprehensive victories over both Kilmalak and Napiershik. Um, so it, it, it certainly was no surprise to me at all that that, that we saw the reemergence of FN. Um, I, I had a sense that it may happen because I, I saw their two games last year and um, they 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 both against Napiershik and Kilmalak and um, they could have won both of them. You know, yeah. they could have won both of them is is is, is the reality, um, but didn't. But they made no they made no mistake this year, and and I always felt that they you know they had. You always hear clubs talking about um, talent coming through this that and the other thing, and sometimes it turns out to be illusionary. But um, I, I knew in, in Evans case it wasn't like that. You 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 had Patrick O'Donovan coming through, and your young Sean Canning coming through as a, a good cornerback, and. Um, like if, if you get those kind of players, plus the fact that there are, by my reckoning, there's six or seven of the players, um, James O'Leary, Patrick Carroll, Michael Ray, Nicky Quaid, Tommy Quaid, um, uh, Pierce O'Kelly, who is full forward and who, who had a couple of years um, with Tyrone, up, uh, playing his club holding in Tyrone and, and was a member of the Tyrone senior team. Um, they, 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 they're all around since since the heady days of the early days of the decade of 2010 and 2011. So that's a vast reservoir of experience. And you, 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 Damien Maloney is around there as well in the squad. So like um, th these are all top class players. And then we'll say you have the infusion of the like of Jack Quaid has come in from that time. And as I said, Sean Canning, Patrick O'Donovan, Clive, Clive, Clive O'Doherty, Paul Tracy, like a lot of very good players coming through there, so um, I, I, I'm not at all surprised um, that 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 Evan are in the final. Yeah, and it, it promised to be a great game. That game is on the next Saturday, the 23rd, and the day before the senior final is played. And the senior final will be well, the day will be we start with the Premier Intermediate Final between Capamore and Munger St Pauls at half one in the two Gaelic grounds. Um, all those games will get their due. Previews next week in full, but uh, it was it was such a bumper weekend, Matt. We'll move on swiftly to the football we saw, and what we didn't see it because we were they were clashing, obviously. But from what we heard, like we know that Adair and Newcastle will play in the final for the second time um, in four years, I suppose. Adair beat Galtigales in the first game of the day. It finished eighteen points to one six. Now, by all accounts, Galtig had had a great start, and Robbie Childs opened the scoring for him. Uh, they got the only goal, goal of the game from Sean Clancy, but I suppose experience told for there in the end, and um, they're appearing in a fourth final in five years, whereas Galaxy's first ever semi-final. So probably no real surprise, but probably a bit with the marginal result, um, and Adair probably sent out a marker that they're, they're gone nowhere. Yeah, I, 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 I think that the, you're right on board counts, the, a surprise with, with, with the margin. Maybe maybe a fraction, but only a fraction flattering. But the the big thing was that Adair send the message, you know, to all comers, come and get our title. And um, like it, it apparently you now, as as you rightly said, we were we were tied up in the Gaelic grounds, and we hope, you know, and and it has been said to me on a couple of occasions since, like that, and and we spoke about it briefly last week as to why. The two senior football semi-finals should be on at the same time as the two senior hurling semi-finals. Let's hope it never again happens. But um, all the information I'm, I'm getting anyway is that 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 Adair were, were were full value for their victory. They deserved it, and it was the best performance of Adair in the current campaign, which is ominous and which is which is coming at the right time. Because if you can survive and get into the last four and peak when you get into the last four, then you're in there with a the right chance. But full credit to Galtie Gales. Um, they, they, they gave it everything. I think um, from what I'm reading and from what I'm hearing that the defining period of the game was the second quarter, Jack. Yeah, they scored them six to one. Yeah, when 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 Adair um, opened up and it was a six point lead in at half time, I think ten points to four. But credit the Gales, they brought it back down to three points with the help of of um, 
a, a goal from Sean Clancy, like who has emerged as a, a real star with Galtie Gales this year. So, um, you know, Galtie Gales are disappointed. I, I've, I've met one or two of them since. Um, they're disappointed, but, um, uh, they, they, you know, they're still proud of the performance of their lads. And, you know, they're, they're quite happy, like, that... Um, not happy, of course, being beaten, but uh, looking at the year in its fullness and in its totality, they're 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 um they're they're very very happy that that that, that they got three senior football championship victories on the bounce over St. Kieran's, Palestine, and Ula. Yeah, definitely the most improved side of the year, and there's there's no shame in falling mm-hmm. to Adair and Adair are the premier team in the championship and have been for a few years. But one team. That will certainly feel like they are the team to be is Newcastle West. Um, not as comprehensive, definitely not. Eleven points to ten winners over Monoline. They were eleven eight ahead with about three minutes to play. I was told, but um, that's they, correct. Yeah, they let. Well, I don't know if they let Monoline back into the game. They did the same with Galway in the first round. Um, I wasn't there to know if if they ever looked like losing, but we did both say we thought Newcastle West would come through the game and probably for the better. They were pushed to the very limit against Monoline. Yeah, but they, you know, in terms of semi-finals uh, uh, as preparation for the final, um, Newcastle West are entitled to be the happier of the side of the sides, and um, uh, like it was a rematch of the league final, um, which which they lost to Monaleen, um, a Monaleen team that on the night, as as I've said a couple of times, a shot down Los Sullivan and shot Brian Donovan for the first half. Um, uh, so, like, it, it, it was a big, big turnaround because um, people were inclined to dismiss the leagues a small bit this year. And whilst I would have been of that school of thought to a certain degree in the past, but the way that they ran into the championship this year, I felt that they were, um, you know, they were preparatory for the championship and they were more a barometer of what might transpire in the championship than we would have thought in other years, if you if you get my drift on that. Yeah. So um, I was I was quite impressed after the league final. I had to say with Mona Lee, you know, I thought they were busy side, well organised, knew what they were about, and um, uh, it was no surprise to me at all to see him cropping up. In in I think we said it right from the start, actually, Jack, when we when we did the preview of the championship. Um, you know that they could be very, very easily the dark horses, and um, uh, Newcastle West will be absolutely delighted to be in the final. They'll be delighted to have got a tough game, and they'll be delighted, you know, that they've just they've just got over Monaleen and and put to bed that 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 league final defeat because, and we were wondering last week when in in the context of looking forward to the um, Newcastle West Monaleen game because. I'd seen Newcastle West against um, Monaleen in the league final, as I already said, but I saw him in the first round of the championship and I wasn't impressed by him, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, But 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 since it, 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 it's been onwards and upwards for him, I saw him against Tahan in the quarterfinal and I was quite impressed by him. And I, I, I had seen a transformation from what I had seen weeks earlier. And um, I, I had the sense that... Um, uh, you know, Newcastle West um, had had left that indifferent form of the early season behind them, and that they were possibly peaking now at at, at the right time. Their their performance against Clahan was very good. Um, all the indicators are that that that, that um, their performance against Monlin was good, and uh, you know. Forum would suggest that it had to be good for them to win it, even though if there was a criticism that they sat back a bit, maybe, and maybe were slightly not advent- adventurous enough um, at times. Um, but they are in the final. Um, they, they have turned them um, um, the forum deficit that they had in early season. They've turned that right around, and and um, uh, we spoke about the the potential. Um, for a highly and um, entertaining and exciting hurling final, the same goes for our football final, Jack. Yeah, it's going. It's going to be a, a right good football final, and under lights as well. Always brings its own different atmosphere. That final mm-hmm. is obviously on the 29th of October in the two Scala Crowns, a week after the hurling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously this weekend we have the intermediate, the Premier Junior, one of the Junior A semi-finals. We'll look forward to them tomorrow. Um, this is strictly looking back. Um, we also had a full round of ladies football over the weekend and in the top two tiers in the senior and intermediate. They're now into the knockout stages. The pairings have been confirmed. And we'll just go through the results there, Matt. Um, in the senior championship, Mona Gay had a second win, 3-10 to 4 points win over St. Bridget's. Valley Landers beat all mill to go top of the table, 6-8 eight, eight points. Um, in the intermediate championship, from Broadford, who were champions last year, beat Knockaney 4-9-1-5 to book their place in the semi-final. Maru Boher got a first win of the season. David Potter Casey's 2-18 to 1-5. And then in the Junior A Championship, it was three from three for Galtigale, 7-13 to 8-6 winners over a hand. And a Tay picked up a first win of the year. They beat Crudigales, 3-8 to 1-8. And in the B Championship then, St. Sennans, big winners over George Griffins in a West Derby, 8-10 to 2-5. Uh, Croom beat Mona Gay, 1-7 to 2-2. John Bradford were winners over Palace Green, 3-6 to 2-3. And St. Aylby's were 4-12 to 8-point winners of Ballanders. A lot of second teams doing there. But we'll just focus... On the senior championship, firstly, Matt, another win from one Just before you go into the senior championship there, I'm just um, talking of big scores over the weekend. The Galtie Gales scored their 7-13 to 8-6. Yeah. Um, it, it, it must be a weekend for fancy scores because in the Group 2 of the Junior A Holding League, we, we, we had a score, Gary Spillane, 7-17. One again, 5-20. Yeah, we'll be looking at that game tomorrow. Um, there's there's one that. for you, but that was a dead rubber game, but this this was a cut-and-thrust championship game, the Galtie Gales game. Yeah, the neutrals definitely got their, their value for money in Monaghan versus Gary's plan, but sticking with the, the ladies' football, the senior, um, Monaghan, I suppose, sent out another warning that uh, they're coming back for their title. They lost a couple of years. Um, they went two from two. They go straight into the into the semifinals. Um They'll, yeah, well, just just to reflect on that group, um, Jack, uh, briefly, yeah. like um, uh, three teams in the group. And um, of course, um, as we've said from the outset, um, the group stage is nothing more than a seeding process for the knockout stages. Mm. And um, in the first round, we, we had that mammoth win by uh, by Fiona Castlemahan over, over St. Bridget's. And we, we wondered where were both sides at? And um, we quickly got our answer when, when Mona Gay had a huge win over Fiona Castleman in the second round. So, it, like, anything other than um, a, a win for Mona Gay um, uh, looked most unlikely in, in that game, and that game had gone, gone to forum. And it means that Mona Gay are gone into the final. Now, Fiona are gone through in second place, where, and, and um, they will face Old Mill. And and um, Bridget's um, will be involved in a, a very juicy local derby um, against St. Elby's. But if you go to the other group, Jack, and you know we're, we're talking we're talking here about fancy scores um, earlier on there. Um, like in in that group to date in the first round, you had a draw between um, St. Elby's and Ballylanders. Now St. Elby's are the defending champions. Yeah. And then, then you had a draw between St. Elby's and Old Mill. And we all wondered what was that going to do, what was that telling us, um, other than that we would have a cracker of a shootout between Ballylanders and 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 um Old Mill in the third round. And we even wondered, I think, last week in our musings, nor did we think that that um we could have three draws and it would go down to scoring difference. Yeah. But Bally, Bally Landers win the game by six, eight, eight points. Yeah, it just shows on any given day any team can, can beat any team. But it does make for very interesting knockout stages and that's across the Matt. But I'll just give you the pairings in the in the knockout stages. So you have Fiona Castleman will play Old Mill and St. Aylbys will play St. Bridget's. And I suppose for Bridget's, things don't get any easier for them uh, against the, the defending champions looking for a three in a row. No, it, it it certainly doesn't get get any easier for them, and and those games are penciled in for the morning of the county final. Um, the quarterfinals are on for Sunday, the twenty fourth of October, at eleven thirty, I think eleven or eleven thirty, at venues to be confirmed. Yeah, and then um, it's it's certainly like you, you know, in 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 geographically, 
um, at least you have two juicy quarterfinals in that you have a West Derby, each side of the county town, Fiohana, Castle Mahan and Old Mill. And and um, uh, over in the east, then you have you have near neighbours, and of course our rivals Saint Bridget's and 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 Saints. You have the battles of the Saints. So um, two very very interesting quarterfinals. But um, you you just have to wonder about about Saint Bridget's. Like certainly, um, it, it, it would appear that for now at least, and certainly in the group stages, that their form has 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 deserted them. But I suppose. Um, as we've seen, that there's, there is nothing better to focus a mind than a knockout championship game. Oh, certainly not. And then in the semi-final draw is made as well, and that's, that's to be played um, two weeks later. So for Mona Game, Bellanders, they have a break until November 7th. Now, usually a, a long break probably wouldn't suit teams with the Camogie on as well. It probably isn't the worst break to get. Mona Gay will play the winners of St. Aylby's versus St. Bridget's, and Bellanders will play the winners of Fiona Castman and Old Mill. Those games are on November 7th, and an, I presume they would probably play it a bit later in the day, Matt. Um, just, I suppose they're always played early on a Sunday morning, but for a, a semi-final, you'd be hoping it'd be on probably later in the day to allow for more. Well, I know if, if, if the last year last year's template is taken on board, I think that they're, they're played around 2 or 2.30 in the evening because I, I was at one of them last year. Yeah, you'll be hoping and, just um, for, for the players. Like, you, know, you know, we don't want to preempt anything, but, you know, the, there is the makings of a repeat of last year's county final, which was a humdinger between St. Elbys and Monaghan in the semi-final. Yeah, I look and you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to go from... I'm not, I'm not preempting that, I'm not, I'm not for one minute dismissing St. Bridget's, but no. what I'm saying is that there is a possibility of it in the horizon. Yeah, and I suppose swiftly moving on to the intermediate championship then, we had obviously the defending champions from Bradford made a two from two and... Previous the previous round, Mungert St. Paul's, who were beaten in the final for the last two years, also had a hundred percent record. So they go straight through. So the quarterfinal ties are Nakini versus Maru Bohar and Ula versus Father Casey's. From Bradford will play the winners of Maru Bohar and Nakini, whereas Mungert St. Paul's will play the winners of Ula versus Father Casey's. And not to preempt again, but look, it could be a repeat there again of from Bradford versus Mungert St. Paul's. It certainly set up like that, but. Nakeni, Maru, Ula, and Father Casey's will have their say. Yeah, they they, they will have their say. Like um, Mungret St. Paul's, as you rightly said, there had had victories over um, Maru, Bohor, and Father Casey's, um, which left uh, the weekend's game as only only playing for second and third. They had bagged the the, the semi final spot before a ball was kicked at at the weekend. So, um, but they they they, they were. They were ran very, very close by Maru Bohor in 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 in, in the opening round. So um, it may not be as clear cut as that, but they, they obviously they will avoid each other until the final. Drum Bradford, of course, have been uh, very, very impressive winners over Ula and and Nakeni. So, um, like, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it, it 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 could be, but again, we're preempting. Uh, we're preempting um, that. It, it, Let's say there is a possibility that this year's final will be a repeat of last year's final. Yeah, well, I suppose that, that is a possibility. But um, look, with their six teams left in both competitions, um, you don't know what way it's going to play out. And obviously in the Junior A and Junior B championships, there's two more rounds to play. In the Junior A championship, it's one group of five, whereas the bottom team is knocked out, first place fourth and second place third. And then in the Junior B championship, there's two groups of there's two groups of five. Um, the top two in each group will play each other. In the semi-finals, so we'll keep a, a close eye on that. Um, tomorrow, well, I don't. We're not finishing. We're not finishing yet. But just tomorrow, for anyone that's tuning in now, we're going to be looking ahead to the weekend. This was just a look back on on all the fixtures we have this weekend in store. We have the intermediate football semi-finals. We have the Premier Junior football semi-finals. We have one Junior A semi-final. We have the four quarterfinals in the Junior A Championship, and we'll do probably a roundup of the Junior A Championship, the group stages, because. There were so many permutations coming into that final round that you probably want a couple of hours to go through it. So we have the final Slide eight, uh, rule territory, Jack. Sorry? Slide rule territory. Yeah. Well, there was there was so many teams and it was so competitive and like only one team was through going into the, the last round. So it was it was a fantastic championship. So tomorrow, again, another bumper episode and we'll obviously have the predictions at the end. But before we finish up today, Matt, I, correct me before I start, we've all the games from last week look back on... Um, 
unless we also have the junior B championships look forward tomorrow unless you want to do them now Matt it's, it's your call yeah and then we have the Camogie championships um, to yeah. look forward to the final round of the Camogie championships of the group stages of the Camogie championship next week so, yeah no no look um, the, the junior B championships are, are, are progressing along nicely um, yeah. we um, we're for instance in the city as 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 we speak, um, Mungret St. Pauls have beaten um, uh, Clahan in the city final, so they will come out as winners. Clahan as runners up. Um, the, the, the the final will will the final of the junior B hurling um, will be known after tonight. Um, uh, Kildimo Palace Kennery are in the final, and the Pierschick and Patrick Swell are meeting in Cahandavan tonight. It was due to be played last week, but due to unforeseen circumstances, it didn't take place. So it, it's going to take place tonight. Um, now in the east, uh, sorry, in the west, the way is clear for the hurling final. Um, uh, in that, um, it's it's a dare and Newcastle West mm-hmm. are through okay. to contest the um, the final and in the football it will be down it will be down to the final um after sunday because there are two the two semi-finals are down for decision on sunday so i think it's newcastle western atay and Nakaderi and some crowd down in the estuary called ballistine would that be right jack uh, well it's kind of ballingary in atay um i don't know if i give you a false impression for us but it's kind of ballingary in atay um, yeah well, he's seen top of their group uh, ahead of a day. Um, so best of luck to the lads on Sunday yeah. against Nakaderi. Obviously, Nakaderi. You're, you're, ineligi- you're ineligible because of your senior exploits, Jack. Yeah, for standing, standing in front of goal for two games before my back gave out. But um, yeah. yeah, it's look, it's difficult because Nakaderi and Granabell and Gary, it's their first teams. Um, so they're obviously going to go in as favourites. But yeah, that's the way clear in the, in the west in the city. Um, no, in the in in the east, um, the way is nearly clear as well. Capamore yeah. have won the hurling, yeah. um, they beat Ballybrick and Bohemore last weekend, and uh, the football final is down for decision this Saturday, and it's a little juicy one between Nakan and Fedemar. Yeah, Nakan, who were champions in twenty um, uh, twenty nineteen and were involved in that huge county final with with Ban which attracted a record attendance to, to Father John Rain Park in Kilbrady. Um and to the south where I'm where I'm most familiar, the football has been disposed of. Um Galbally have beaten Croom. They beat them three weeks after shifting uh, what a seven goal defeat in the group stages. So much for for, for league and championship, you know. Yeah. <laughs> The argument now it's down. It's down. To, it's down to the. It's down to the semi-finals and the hurling now. And um, uh, if you were a board officer um, the, in the south, um, uh, there, there are kind of two semi-finals that you would write for, um, because one of them is a repeat of last year's final, which was a Herculean struggle before Brewery got the better of Black Rock. So they meet on one semi-final on Saturday evening at four thirty. But the other one is an unusual semi-final. It's a parish derby. The two ends of Bruff Parish. You have Bruff against Camo Grovers. Yeah. So that will be very, very interesting. They met in the in the final in 2017 in, and um Bruff won it by a couple of points. Um so um that that they should bring out the they should bring out the spectators on Saturday evening. Yeah, they, they promised to be loads of great games there. Um and as we as we get towards finals, there's so many games on. We'll we'll be looking more in depth, but we'll keep an eye on on all the championships from here on in because we have. Yeah, but if you, if we're looking back, Jack, um, there there were two very interesting um, um, under nineteen A championship semi-finals last night. Um, Koshley Gales, who would be a combination of Staker Wallace and Effen. Um, they got over um, Croke Kilfinney Red Keel four fourteen to sixteen points. Um, the aforementioned Patrick O'Donovan would have been on board with 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 Koshley Gales, and um, the um, second semi final was a humdinger between Nave Owen, who were drawn from a combination of um, Narcani and Hospital Herberstone. They beat Capamore two seventeen to two fifteen after extra time, so it, it it sets up um 
uh, an under 19A final with half South Limerick involved in it. Yeah, music to your ears, anyway. <laughs> um, I'd say that's probably as good a roundup as we're going to be able to do um, with all these games. But as you said, we'll keep an eye on all these championships coming up. We obviously have to start out in our 21 Premier Hurling Championship um, next Tuesday, if I'm right, Matt, which we'll see. That's right, that's right, that's right. So we'll be, it'll be full steam ahead every Tuesday night now for the next month, you know. So for anyone thinking that... Their, their opportunity to go see games was coming to a slow end. Um, and Jack, if that's not enough, the football, the football under-21 football is starting after it. Yeah, and also the A Championships then are starting just a bit after. I just know for Palestine in the in the A Football Championship, it's not until the start of November. So from here until Christmas, we're still going to be as busy as ever. There's so many games to get on. I suppose in the cold evenings, it'll warm you up a small bit. But um, I suppose before we finish, Matt, um, there's an appointment for a Limerick man. We'll look to Saoirse Bullfin, who we might know from his time with Davy Fitz. And he, as you mm. mentioned before the podcast to me, he led Brough to the Intermediate Kamau Championship last year. He's been appointed manager of Meath for the, the upcoming year. Um, I suppose just rewards for the Limerick man. I, uh, he, he's actually been appointed the coach to the Meath Singer Hurlers. And um, like, Saoirse brings rich pedigree to that to that position like he's he's been involved through the colleges and um as you rightly said he led Brough to a coach Brough to to win the intermediate um championship um Adrian Kelly I think is sending us in a message Brough versus Camo guaranteed timber yeah but 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 getting back to to, to Shorsha both clubs who would be very dear to him there now it's appropriate maybe that they've yeah. mentioned him but um, you know he's 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 had a long innings with with Davy Fitzgerald as as his right hand man and was involved with Davy Fitzgerald when they led Clare to All Ireland victory in 2013 and has subsequently has spent four years with with Davy Fitzgerald in 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 Wexford and that included winning a Leinster Championship. Um, so um, uh, now he has now that Davy Fitzgerald is off the um, of the management radar for the moment, anyway. Shorsha um, has 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 been has has received this appointment, and I I I I I would have the utmost respect and and regard for Shorsha Bolfin as as um, as a man, first of all, and you know as a coach and as a GA mentor, and and I I, I certainly think that it, it it has been a very prudent appointment in my view. By 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 Meath, and I think that 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 it will pay them dividends going forward. Yeah, and it's good to see a Limerick man probably I suppose go broadening his horizon. I know he's been all over the country with David as it is, but um, there's always room for for someone in the Limerick setup. Obviously, John Kiley has made some adjustments to his team over the years. Um, yeah. probably wouldn't be surprised to see Sirsha involved um with the Limerick team in future. I suppose before we go, Mark Handley here is asking for a prediction on Parswell and Kilmallock. Are you going to spill the beans or are you going to hold out for another week, Matt, till the week of the game? Mark, you'll have to sit on it for a week. Yeah, that's that's how you do it here. I'm trying to, to reel people in to watch next week. But I suppose that's it for today, for the preview of the weekend. Um, so many games to look back on. Tomorrow we'll have a huge number of games to look forward to. Um, it's great to have your vast knowledge there, Matt, for all the championships. I don't know how you find the time to, to, to get around to them, but you managed to do it. Um, I, 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 I just I, I just wish they were on at all different times, Jack, so I could get to see them all. Yeah, it is. I have reality. seen. I've, I'm. I have. You. You have won up in me in that you've seen junior A hurling championship matches because of your ties with Eskeet, and I haven't seen any yet. Yeah, but I'm going, I, I'm going. I'm going to rectify it at the weekend, though, Jack. Yeah, I thought as much. But from what I've seen from the junior A, like uh, obviously Mungers, I saw, and who else came out of Mungers Group Two. Um, two brilliant teams, like, and I'm sure they'll have their say in the in the last day. But that's all for tomorrow, Matt. We'll yeah, well, I'll be I'll be seeing I'll be seeing Dawn on Sunday. They're playing St. Kieran's and Kilmallock. Yeah, we play Kieran's as well in the league. Um, and obviously, I know a couple of the boys from Kieran's, and they're going well because I suppose during the league they kind of started slowly, but they've definitely ramped into gear, and they were winners of the championship not so long ago, really. Like so. Them, they, must, they, must, they must be really, really going well in hurling at the moment, Jack, because they beat Glen Rue last night by a single point in the Juno B, uh, in the um, uh, under 19 B quarter final. 
my own yeah. general 114 to 113. Yeah, so suppose. things must Hulling must be on a high in St. Kieran's when that happens. Well, to be Glenru, Hurling has to be on a high. Um, I suppose tomorrow we'll be looking at Hurling and football. But for now, a huge thanks again, Matt, and we'll chat again in the morning. Thank you. Okay, Jack, you're welcome. Especially in the game, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? He's just about kept in. Oh, wow. Well, it's Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run and that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No simple.